I want origin stories. I want your comic book number one. Tell me about you as a kid. Mm-hmm. This is a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Athletes played. You know, you know, uh, musicians played music. Yeah. Like entrepreneurs played entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You sold lemonade. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Hey everybody, it's Roland Frazier here at Business Launch. I have a really special episode today. I have my business partner, Ryan Dice here. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. And we are interviewing Gary Vanderchuk. Gary, who has uh, spoke, just spoken at Digital Agency Expo, and now we're down here uh, uh, doing a little podcast. Gary, In the welcome bowels to the show. of the hotel. It's literally called the Bowery Room. Ah. It's really great to see you guys. <laughs> it's good to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We were just talking about... I. I Wanted to, in, in, in this interview, to do something a little bit different and not talk about the same stuff everybody talked about. So you guys can Google uh, Gary and all the podcasts he's done and everything if you want to listen to the, the Gary story, which is fantastic. Thank you. Um, to share something different, however, and provide some additional value, we wanted to, to take a little bit different tact. And we started talking about uh, how, you, how you approach business. Yes. And, and you talk a lot, because like, everybody sees the, the hustle and all of the, um, the things that you're doing every day, which is impressive, um, but they don't really get to hear a whole lot about the business deals and things yeah. like that. So could you tell us a little bit about how you, how you focus, how you approach things from a business standpoint? Like in, you've invested with, you invested with Casey Neistat. I did. Uh, that, that had an interesting story. I listened to his talking about how he exited for $25 million, yes. kind of on a lark, and I think it was a connection that you had hooked up, uh, hooked him up with. Yes. We just interviewed Rachel um, Tipograph. Uh, Tipograph from Micmac, and you've invested in that. She said he was you know, an early investor, and then he doubled down when we pivoted, and he was critical on that, and you're on all these boards. Will you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, first of all, I'm pumped right now because there's an enormous conversation going on back at the pad with my team and I, and they are really challenging me in a very sweet way because <laughs> they know that I can get feisty. But there is innuendo left and right about like, hey man, like, will you start talking about being smart or being strategic or, and, and it's really in the ethos and, I, and I'm excited about it because I think I ebb and flow. I think I think back to my 2011 or 12 or 13 content and a lot of what you're asking right now is actually that content. Mm-hmm. I talked a lot back then about how, why the first three investments I made were Facebook, Twitter and Tumblr. That became an obviously good decision by 14, 15, what have you. Um, yeah, it's been interesting. I definitely, I'm trying to find the right cadence to talk about some of these things. So let me go where I'm going. Okay. Rachel and Casey. Mm-hmm are the manifestation and, and of learning about everything I did wrong from 2012 to 2015 in investing mm-hmm. because I'd made those great investments. And when I invested in Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, I invested without even really knowing what venture capital was or many other things. For example, for everybody who's a little bit more nerdy about investing, if I knew what an SPV was back then, a special purpose vehicle, which meant I could have gone around to all the rich business people I knew in the liquor business and said, hey, Jeffrey Alshuler, big shout out Jeffrey, great businessman, had a big distributor company. Hey Jeffrey, give me $200,000 and I'm gonna help you. I could have invested in Facebook to any number I wanted. Mm-hmm. What I invested in was hundreds of thousands of dollars, which is all I had. Right. Had I knew of any level of education <laughs> that I could have syndicated money and yeah. took 20% of the back end, I might be the owner of the Jets right now. Right. You know, so what, what happened was when I, was invest, when I started investing, and I'll go even further back, 
because I'm gonna answer your question deeper. I like it. How do I think about business? I think about HR. I think about product fit for the market. I think about operations. I'm uncomfortably talented at consumer behavior. Mm-hmm. And so that's what is populated to the top. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I also think, and you, I don't know if you were watching the talk I just gave, I'm on a mission to give away the best advice of the moment, every moment, with the hopes that I can have a mix of what happened up there, which is people thanking me for helping them, really helping them build their business, or being historically correct so I can trade on that currency, or inspire someone to do something. Which goes to what we talked about a minute ago too, which is that uh, you elected not to, a lot of people are like, why don't you do a course, why don't you do a course, and you're like, I, I don't, that's not my thing. It's not, and, and by the way, I think I put a lot of pressure on courses because I think they've gone un- egregious to the pricing and things of that nature, but there are many, and just for the record, and it's a good audience to share it with, a good place, there are many good courses. You probably think, for example, digital marketer courses are the best, <laughs> better than any other. But you know what's really course. funny about this, and I think you guys know I have a lot of admiration for your operations, and congrats on some of the stuff that's going on with you guys, yes. and. I had a blast with you guys in San Diego, the wine dinner where I got to know a lot of you guys years ago. Why I said yes to this, where I'm being very selective, you know, because Ryan will text me. I, I feel a kinship even, you know, but I'm so busy. This is really fun. I, when I tell you I have no clue, mm-hmm. if I have no concept of your pricing structure, what's in it, and that's the way I am about a lot of things. I'm so focused on the end consumer, which is why that is populated as a core strength. But to go all the way back, I was so right about email, I was so right about Google AdWords, but I didn't benefit other than how it impacted my business, mm-hmm. right? I remember the day Google went public and my friend Eric Kastner, who was my developer, who sat closer than you and I are sitting in our tandem to building Wine Library. I remember him saying like, what do you think? And I'm like, you should tell everybody to invest in this. But I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, because I didn't buy stocks. Right. I didn't even know how to do it. I know E-Trade was out there, but like, I was like, I don't want to spend 10 minutes setting up the account, like literally. Yeah. Yeah. I really should have. Mm. You know, like, yeah. you know? And so all these things happened, and so then when Google sold, Google bought YouTube. Mm. And again, when I think back to how uncomfortably right I was about YouTube, I was really right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was producing long-form content at scale on a daily basis, in 2006, February of 2006, almost 05. I was super right. I told Eric Castor that we should start a record label to rep. It was like you and porn. Yeah, it was, was, you know what it really was? It was really on YouTube. I mean, it was really uh, Zay Frank, Rocket Boom. Then a guy by the name of Renetto had a moment there. Like, like think about the fact that I can name the people that quickly. Um, It sells for 1.7 billion which was a trillion dollars at the time. I read an article, it talks about Ron Conway, the angel investor. I Google angel investor, I had no idea what that meant. And I sat there in my office in the liquor store where I still have some videos from, uh, and I said, I'm gonna angel invest. And how I think about business is operational and entrepreneur driven. Casey and Rachel, and Rachel hasn't won yet. Casey won. Mm -hmm. But by the way, Casey's company Beam run by anybody not named Casey, would have lost. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he's described it, but he's an authentic dude. Like, they bought Casey. Yeah, yeah. no, he, he it, said that he was literally leaving saying that he wasn't interested in the deal and the guy told him it's all about you and he turned around and was like, I should probably do that. This would be dumb not to do. And they did 25 million. <laughs> but that the guy just bought, was it NBC? Uh, it was uh, CNN. CNN, okay. Uh, that the guy at CNN was, was just like, I don't, basically, I don't know yeah. what you do, but I know I gotta have it. Oh, by the way, 
if, and I, God, I really hope not, but if some weird scenario comes along in the next half decade, because that's probably the, where the window then closes forever. I mean, look, if Bob Iger hits me up right now, or Jeff Bezos hits me up and says, I'll give you $2 billion for Vayner, which it's not worth, mm-hmm. no dim, different than Beam, that's probably gonna happen. How much are the Jets gonna cost? I, it's really interesting. The NFL's going through a difficult time, mm-hmm. you know, through many different reasons. You know, the, you know, ratings and flags and so many, uh, soccer's emergence, esports, a million different things. I think if I bought the Jets today, it would cost $4 billion. And I have a funny. Well, don't settle for two then. Well, well, I understand. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You absolutely have it. You absolutely have it. You absolutely have it. I'm going to hit you guys up and have you be part. No, no, no. I, I love. Listen, as the king of interrupting people when they're on his podcast, I cannot be a hypocrite. I, I absolutely would have to think about that. You know, the million-dollar man in his prime on WWF in the late '80s was absolutely right. Everybody's got a price. Mm-hmm. And I am committed to never selling my company. Yeah. I need it for Ted myself. DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. Yeah. So, so that's what happened with Casey. And by the way, Rachel's company is a little bit more real. Not a little bit, a lot more real. Yeah. She's been pivoting. I've been a very big factor in a lot of ways. And you which, and, and for the, nice. So for those Please. who weren't here and they didn't see, they didn't see Rachel's talk or anything like that. Like, what is? It, I'd love to just describe really quickly what is it that she does, and what is it? I'd love to know because you said they're the yeah. I'm going to go to it. Yep. I got it. You I got it. And I'm so going. What's she doing? Yep. I love it. I'm going to bounce around here. I hope you're following along at home. Micmac is an e-commerce platform at some level, and I'll go into it later. What she started as was something I was worried. First of all, she started as QVC for mobile. Mm-hmm. Then she was gonna be you know, content inside of stories, but I'm like, Snapchat and Instagram are gonna make that feature. Mm-hmm. Like she's, this is why I invested in her and Casey. This is why I invested in Zuck, this is why, which I was very right about. This is why I invested in Ev Williams you know, through Biz Stone, who was, excuse me, not through Biz, through, uh, oh my God, it's, I'm getting that old, uh, through the original CTO, who's a great kid, uh, um, he got he got begrudged with Twitter and was a little bit of a hippie and he's like I'm out of here and he called me and he's like do you want to buy my Twitter stock and I'm like yeah and this is not a joke I said yes but you shouldn't sell it nice I love that yeah. I love that if he's li- li- uh, Blaine Cook if Blaine's listening right now he knows that to be true mm-hmm. and that makes me feel great yeah because I gave him good advice he was on tilt emotionally. We tell people that too. It's like, not, not now. Yeah. You shouldn't do this. You, shouldn't you know, this. Yeah. Uh, he did. Assist, he did. Will, and I think me, Fred Wilson, and Kevin Rose bought up all, I remember begging him to keep some. Uh, nonetheless, that, but it was Ed Williams. Jack was amazing. Biz was amazing. I didn't, I just was watching what Ev had done with Blogger yeah. and even with Odeo. Mm-hmm. Odeo was right. Yeah, it's just right. that Apple built Apple podcast platform and that just had too much leverage. Right. But Odeo was right. right. Yeah. Ev's three for three. Medium's right. Yeah. Ev's a beast. Yeah. Zucks, I was super right about. Super right about. Um, He's gonna make something. Uh, And Tumblr, David Karp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For a a different reason, I thought he was a creative genius. Mm -hmm. That's when I was investing in the person and some early data that showed me it was right. So at that point in time, so you were looking at the person saying, this is a sharp person. That, because what you said I think is, it, is very, very accurate in your ability to kind of predict consumer behavior. So in this, was consumer behavior a factor yes. at all? Notice how I said, I saw early okay. indicators. I knew the kids that were in junior high were starting to use Tumblr yep. and nobody on earth was paying attention. Yeah. And my hypothesis was, Facebook killed MySpace. Why can't Tumblr kill Facebook? Yeah. 
Just like you're talking about TikTok, same thing, right? Oh yeah, you know what's crazy? One day, some, you know, probably with, you know, with machine learning, like, boy am I basic, and boy have I been throwing the same pitch. It just feels different because I'm a good communicator. Mm-hmm. Things change, mm-hmm. but pff, I am basic. Yeah. It's crazy, I associate to Warren, I don't know much about Warren Buffett, but my intuition of what I've picked up along the way is he too is very basic, mm-hmm. very patient, very consistent. And very fundamental driven. Very fundamental yeah. and, and that's what I think I am. Nonetheless, it's exciting that you bring up Casey. And this, by the way, everyone who's listening, I was an operator who built a wine business on good marketing arbitrage and communications and operations and HR. My employees were happier. I understood what that wine from New Zealand, Australia and Spain were about to emerge. I understood how to um, pay more, pay better people to be managers so I could spend all my time selling, which allowed me to scale. Then I spent all my time learning e-commerce, which allowed me to scale. So it was a lot of fundamentals. I understood that I was talented and that I was patient and I could see myself in others. When I met Mark Zuckerberg, I thought his emotional intelligence and understanding of humans was uncomfortably high, almost like a Jedi meeting another Jedi. Mm -hmm. The fact that a year or two later a movie came out that portrayed an introvert that was heartbroken made me, I never ever laughed harder at Hollywood (laughs) than when that was the perception that they wanted to push through. Mm -hmm. Now Mark is not a charismatic, over the top human when he communicates, that doesn't mean he doesn't understand human behavior and communication. Right. And I've never sat at a dinner table and felt that somebody was of my ilk, naturally, of that skill set, and he was. His advantage was the way he decided to create wealth creation and monetize that ability. He also had the layer of building tech, which had much bigger variables than what I'm doing. I also have more of an altruistic legacy need than, than I think he does, and so this is how our paths are going. Plus, it's a long game. I, I feel like I'm gonna be much more financially successful in my 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. He was destined to do it in his 20s. Right. Just different paths, but that, that thing was the same. That thing has another version of it, which is I am going to pivot and will my thing into success. Yeah. That unstoppable will is the key of, I think, every success. That's what run out of ideas. I was completely convinced I mean, that investing in Rachel and Casey was gonna work because I'd started learning why I was failing after Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr in my investment because I got away from my thesis. I should have wrote, I knew Travis was, Travis is the only human that has any DNA and crush it. The mm-hmm. book that changed my career. He literally read it two months before it came out because he wasn't doing anything mm-hmm. and made the book way better. This is Travis Kalanick. It sure is. So for me to say no, he caught me asking for money in a time where I wasn't being smart, where I wasn't betting on the jockey and the thesis. And I also didn't understand the thesis of Uber in the same way I understood social media. It was originally called Uber Cab and the thesis was limos for rich people. Yeah, funny story about this. Um, a bit of an aside, but uh, I want to commiserate a little bit on just being really, really dumb. The uh, I was in because I live in Austin. I think you know that. Uh, I do. So I was in Austin for South by Southwest is in town. Normally, I like to leave because all the strangers arrive. Yep. The I remember the, the South by Southwest when Uber uh, kind of had their breakout thing, and they had people driving around. I remember. Uh, and delivering like yeah, uh, I remember. Roast, like uh, yeah. barbecue sandwich right. or something. And I remember I said, "This is the dumbest thing in the world." Because like, can I buy a, you know a barbecue sandwich? And they're like. 
well, you got to download the app. I was like, download an app. Just give me a sandwich. This is dumb. And I, and I proclaimed, I was like, this Uber thing is completely stupid and will never work. So you I. You want to hear something crazy about the time? Yeah. At the time that you did that, I had already been invested for a year and a half. I'm going now back two and a half years yeah. from wh- the point you're talking about. Yeah. So think about that, right? Like, think about, like, think about how smart you are. That people, like, this is what I'm talking about with things now. So why did we, like, what did you not see? Like, the first what, time? What, what were you looking at? I'll tell you where so I really got caught. The truth of that one was really fascinating. Travis and Garrett Camp, the founder of StumbleUpon, mm-hmm. who's the co-founder, and really the, I, Garrett, it's, Uber is Garrett Camp's idea. Mm-hmm. I was there in Paris at Le Web when he came up with it, mm-hmm. or at least pitched it for the first time. Like, these are great stories for my grandkids one day. <laughs> Travis operated it, but, neither one of them were gonna be involved. If I recall properly, Garrett had re-bought StumbleUpon from AOL mm. at that point, and Travis was investing. And they hired Ryan Graves to run it. Ryan Graves is the first CEO of Uber because it was a side project for two guys who had some money from prior exits, and then it exploded in SF. Travis saw the blood in the water and he went all in. So when they were raising capital, when I said no, I said no to Ryan Graves and Travis with Ryan Graves being the CEO. I had just failed horribly with Corked.com and Forest.com, which was, uh, Corked was a wine social network that I bought from Dan Cederholm, who's a great guy, and I had put Lindsay, who's amazing, Ragna, who's amazing, but I was her partner and I over-promised what I could bring to the table because I thought I could do everything and I just launched Boehner and Crush It just came out and exploded and Gary Vee was coming and I was, and I was running the wine business and I was like, uh-huh. And I just had my first child, literally that month. And so I was like, uh-huh. Where are we in time with all this? 2009. Okay, so. so Real quick, let me, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm really getting there because okay. I'm excited now. This is stuff I don't talk about. I started Forest because Kyle Bragger was this talent and I thought we could build a community. Ironically, back to Dan Cederholm, he, after selling Cork to me a year earlier, without us knowing, started something called Dribble mm-hmm. for that community, and we came at the same time. Again, Kyle was a developer, thought I would be doing a lot more. I didn't have the bandwidth. Both those things failed. I just came off my own first failures, because I'd been successful prior to that, because I was always the operator. Right. This time, I was letting somebody else operate, but I was gonna help. Mm-hmm. Now Travis and Garrett are telling me we're gonna have somebody else operate this. Lightning, sirens go off, fuck that. I invested in so much dumb shit around that but didn't invest in the guy I believed in the most Mm. because the side project thing scared me. Now as soon as Travis went all in, I invested in the next round. But the Delta is $500 million between what I have right now versus what I would have had by going in a year earlier. Mm. So but in that case it sounds like you at least did stick to your, your thesis. You stuck to the thing. You didn't necessarily believe, believe in the person. So that, that to me seems like I did. a forgivable. I, I, uh, yeah, honestly, honestly, I think one of the reasons I publicly talk about Uber quite a bit is I feel great about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would make the decision again today during that time. I would not make the decision again today now because now I'm like if somebody's an alpha, Rachel, mm-hmm. If Rachel DM'd me, right, texted me right now, and said, we're converting Micmac into a fast, casual mm-hmm. mac and cheese restaurant, mm-hmm. I'd be pumped. Because, because it's all about the person, I'm, you're less I'm binary, uh, well now I'm in. Yeah, yeah, but is that, is that, is that the main thing? You think no, it is not, okay. and you're doing a very good that's, job that's here. Buffett I, too, right? he, he says, even if it's a loser, 
I'm not going to sell it because we have we have invested in the person. And if yeah. the person, if we show one time also, this is, I thought was interesting, that we're not going to support that person just because they're down. It undermines the whole thing. Exactly. I believe in him. It's yeah. a very good job by him. Clearly why he's won the world. <laughs> and I, be okay too. He'll be fine. Yeah. And, and, and that's exactly how I see it. And so, but you're nailing it. Where I sit today is some sort of version of 50.1%, the person, 49.9%, I have to fundamentally believe in what the product's gonna do. When Rachel came to me, mobile commerce felt absolutely right to me. Mm -hmm. I knew that e-commerce was about to evolve. I knew that retail was in deep shit. I think QVC is a good business. And I could buy into what she said. So that's 2019, Gary, right? What's the difference between that and 2015? So you're, if you're 50.9. 2015, you said you, I you raised too much capital. Yeah. And it was only 25 million bucks, but I raised capital and it burned a hole in my pocket and I was writing checks less thoughtfully. Mm. Because flat you, out. You just had to put it in play. Yep. Yeah. I flat out, I fucked up. I just, I, we did great, first of all, we did phenomenal. Why? Thank God. I kind of subconsciously knew that I might have not been investing to my best of my ability and did something super smart, which is started three companies in an incubation. You put those in the, in the fund. In the fund. One was called Brave, which I hired two great guys I was working with, and sure enough, Turner bought their consultancy, three, four, five X profitable. Mm-hmm. I started something called Faithbox because I was an investor in Barkbox and Birchbox. Mm. And I thought, you know, Faith is a big business. Uh, Willie is a great kid. I think I, again, it was too early for him to be enough of a navigating CEO. And again, I'm very fucking accountable. I think, again, I promised too much, right? Tell, what, what's Let the, me just stick here, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that failed, but we sold it to somebody who I thought was a great operator. And right now, our, little, our 10, 12, I don't know exactly, percent of equity of the current Faith box infrastructure is on its way to crush. And then the big one. Had dinner with Ben Leventhal, who came from Eater, uh, was a good friend of mine in the tech scene in New York the night I got the funding with Steve Ross. He had just had an exit because Eater and Curb got bought by Vox. Mm -hmm. Literally neither of one of us knew these things were going on. We just have a catch up dinner in December and then we literally are celebrating and then we're like, maybe we should do something together and literally at that dinner, we're like, let's make the Uber for restaurant seats. He, and then, and then Dave Tish, a, you know, a great investor, introduced me to a guy by the name of Mike Montero, who was one of the best CTOs I'd ever interviewed. I put those two together. They incubated at Boehner for a year. We launched Resi. Yeah. We launched Resi, and then a week, and I don't know the timing, at the exact same time, the Uber Garrett on the back of Uber started something called Expa, and they launched Reserve. They had way more money, they had way cooler people, mm-hmm. and we out-executed them over the last four years, and we had a substantial nine-figure exit to Amex on Resi, which made the fund uncomfortably successful. But it was your ventures more than it was your investors. Correct. So would you define, because I think a lot of people think about you as an investor. Would you define yourself as an investor or as an entrepreneur? I think I'm a better entrepreneur than I'm an investor. I do actually believe the following. I believe, as long as I stay healthy, and don't pass away too young, that somewhere between the ages of 50 and 70, I will make a Peter Thiel-like investment in Facebook. Mm. I think it's all building, I'm getting stronger, I have access at a level, the next thing's gonna come along, it's gonna be pattern recognition again, and I'm gonna fucking strike. I'm gonna strike earlier, 
and harder. With way more capital and knowledge. With way more capital and knowledge. And I genuinely do believe that there's a significant chance that I'm gonna write a $4 million check into something that is gonna be a Peloton, an Uber, uh, you know, a Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, I would be stunned. Like, I'm, like if I'm 98 and it's kind of wrapping up, that's the way it crumbled, there is absolutely, especially if I know it's, if it's not gonna be a sudden death, I have a funny feeling if they're like, you got four months, I, I'm definitely convinced that a lot of time in my own mind would be, how the fuck did that not happen? <laughs> like, what, like, I'm so sure it's gonna happen over the next 50 years, so I would say that I'm both. Yeah. But I very much more associate with being an entrepreneur than I do an investor, and I proved that because in 09, on the back of some of these good decisions, uh, I had a real opportunity to start a very large fund. Mm. And when you're offered $100 million in capital and you're making $2 million a year, and I was making a couple hundred, a hundred thousand dollars a year at this point. Yeah, on a two and 20, that's You know, yeah. to get $2 million a year to take meetings and you're hot, you yeah. just made these good decisions, yeah. and get 20% of the economics, yeah. for me to spit at that and start a client service business because I was self-aware enough at that 34 years old to say, I'm not a fund guy, right. I'm an operator and what I'm best at the, this is me talking to myself, so let's take it for what it is. And if I'm the best in the world like I think I am in contemporary marketing of the moment at all times, why don't I build a battleship? A, actually, because I'm a Star Wars fan, why don't I build a Death Star? And I called it a Death Star because I thought I could build it and just like the Death Star in the first Star Wars we saw episode four, like, there's one little place. <laughs> yeah. and, and by the way, I'm the exhaust pipe. Yeah. If well, I die, it all crumbles. Now, in the sequels, they built it with that stupid same thing again. I'm assuming that you've at least put some sort of cover over it. Nope. <laughs> put a great Absolutely not. Head. If I go tomorrow, yeah. it's over. You just, do, do you it's over. That, is that intentional? No, it's, ju- it just, it's just the no truth. There's, there's no, no other way. There's no other way to do it. There's no other way. Given that you've got a, you're talking about 50 years and making this big like Peter Thiel level thing, I mean, obviously that's out a long way, so we can't even really begin to imagine what that next big thing could be. Something um, that layers I, on top of blockchain, something that okay. layers on top of voice, something that layers on top of VR, something that layers on top of AR, mm-hmm. something that layers on top of an invention that's a framework that I don't even know yet. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm good at. Show me the framework, Let me. I will be the first layer above that. Mm-hmm. So I want to get, because this gets to, to, to your thesis in your boss a little bit, voice. You're really big on voice. I am. I don't. See it? So, well, it's not that I don't. I, anytime I, find, I hear myself saying, I don't get it, that's like an alarm that goes off in my head saying you're, you're being an, an idiot. You, you may um, not value time the way I do. Well, so my, I guess my thing is, the, and again, I, wanna talk, I don't want to argue. No, no, the, the argue. What are you talking so about? Like, this, is the, like, some, know, this, is the, this is what's going to bring value to the listener right now. Yeah. Getting pr- though of it. Because I, I look at human behavior also, and it's hard for me to imagine um, people vocalizing half of what they would you know, search for. And like, you, you look at a lot of what are the kids doing. I always it's, look at like, it's, 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 what yeah. are a lot of the rednecks doing. Yeah, and um, I, I love middle America as much as the next guy. Yeah. This is about time. Yeah. So, Once the technology catches up, for me to be sitting with you right now, and I've, I have a thought right now that I want to tell my admins, mm-hmm. Alex, make sure I get to the meeting on Thursday, and that's done. This thing's gonna get fucking melted. So it's not so much about <laughs> it's not so much about the, the search capabilities or anything like that. It, it's about just it's about everything. Okay, and so it's it's about everything. It becomes the new highway. And so what? So you're seeing you're seeing the behavior that tells you that like this feels a bit weird today for a lot of people, but. I don't believe it's going to be weird. Do you remember what people said about smartphones? Absolutely. Do you remember what people said about computers? Cars or anything, really. Do you remember the stigma around online dating? Yeah. Okay, those are all the answers to your question. 
So, but you're seeing it already happening, though. I guess. And again, I'm, I'm no, that, no, that's no. I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Yes, I'm seeing. Yes, I am seeing it. Or are you no, no, that it no. I'm seeing. It, no, no. I'm, I am seeing that it's happening. The amount of three-year-olds in the world right now that get the internet to do exactly what they want, mm. who have no ability to spell or write, is enormous. Mm-hmm. My son looks at Pete Alonzo home run highlights every day <laughs> and nobody helps him get there. Yeah. Because as he says, YouTube, my kids curate their playlists with Alexa. It's absolutely happened. Yeah. It's just early. It's really 1993 internet. Yeah. That's all. So you're, so you're cool being super early and waiting. Because I think a lot of what a lot of people do is they'll, they, they'll believe something is coming and if it's not there for a couple of years then they just declare I was too early and they bow out. So how do you make sure that you see it but you also hold back enough to wait? Like what's um, the process? By there? not building a business that requires it to be real yet. Hmm. Go, go, keep going with that. A lot of people are building a voice dev shop right now and or like that gentleman from um, India today mm-hmm. has an app. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's right. He's dead. He's yeah. Dead. Right? So very easily. So you, I, you notice it. You're going to hang out and watch I'm, it, but you're waiting for it to hit that. My, my conversation currently about TikTok and years ago when I got loud about Snapchat yep. was the same game. I'd been watching for a while. I realized it curved to being older, which meant there was an arbitrary, more users. Yep. Not super complex. Whether it's, yep. By the way, LinkedIn didn't get older. LinkedIn didn't get younger. LinkedIn changed as a platform that led to a lot of awareness from a content standpoint. Yeah. I keep butting in wrong. No, no, it's really good. I have lots of questions. No, I don't. Actually, I just I, I listen yeah. to a bunch of stuff. To me, the, yeah, I just un- understand that process so that because that's what you're and I think what you said there, like that was that was my that was my big takeaway. So you're going to kick back and you're going to watch, but you're not going to double and down me, from an investment. You're going to double down from an attention standpoint. I'm also going to I'm going to also double down from an investment of my time. Yeah, yeah. Two years ago, I went to Seattle to speak to the first tech stars, Amazon collaboration around voice. Right? I'm gonna talk about voice so that voice opportunities come to me. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the inbound. My inbox is full of kids starting stuff. Yeah. I'm learning. Notice, I go top of the funnel, so now I don't have to go search for you're it. Investing, your initial investments are time, not capital. Correct. That's, that's a biggie. Like, yeah. it's, not about that, it's not that binary. I think a lot of people believe But let me get, I apologize, let me talk about, Patrick Gibbons is sitting at Vayner right now and, his, and Margo and many other people on the Vayner voice team where it's running as a negative P&L. Mm-hmm. So I am putting my capital on it too, not to the you know not to the extreme. But internally, as a focus, to draw attention to yourself so that the opportunities come more than. No, because I can do that by just putting up videos and doing podcasts or doing this right now. Mm-hmm. No, more because I want to have the skill set of the craft, and we're building stuff, and we're doing consulting, and we're learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're staying close to the platforms because we have a department. Um, no, just tangible operations. Do you see that? And actually? I apologize real quick. Uh-huh. When it happens. You can just interrupt. When it happens, <laughs> when it happens, we'll be able to move very fast. Yeah. When it is that Christmas that everybody gets a device, we voice needs a Pokemon Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it needs. You remember the Christmas when everybody got the 
uh, every like DVD player had the Netflix thing in it. Yep. Like everybody got a yep. new DVD, the new Blu-ray thing, yep. and there was there was that. Yep. That was when Netflix became a yep. thing. And I remember um, the Hanukkah and Christmas where everybody got Nintendo. Yeah. Like there's always that moment. Yeah. Sorry, Hanukkah. No, no. Just, <laughs> just happened. I remember. You, uh, let me only tell because I've been using Christmas the whole time. Yeah. The only reason I said Hanukkah was Hanukkah was earlier than Christmas that year. Yeah. So I had Nintendo before everybody else, and it was like I was like finally, <laughs> finally being Jewish one because this is scores. the eighty. And being Jewish, it wasn't political correct time. It was like non-existent time. Anyway, not, nonetheless, uh, timing's a big part of this. Um, but yeah, I think I think that I uh, I very much have a knack for understanding what's about to happen. Now it's about refining that. I invested in Yobongo. I talk about it a lot. Caleb was a great kid, but he was too, he was the beginning of this next generation of just kids being kids to be entrepreneurs. Not actually, actually, that's not even true. I don't actually know how much. Actually, that's the point. I don't know. I didn't bet Caleb for Yobongo to know if he sold blow pops or DVDs or played store or had a Pokemon collection that he flipped. Right? That's when I leaned in too much to tech for the sake of tech. Mm. Yobongo was right. It was mobile devices, understanding other people around you, and you could talk to them. He pitched it as people discovery. I said, people are gonna fuck. Mm. Right? I was like, this is a dating app. It's a good thing he didn't, given his age. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, but like, <laughs> but, but he was, like, it was really interesting. I remember thinking, this is gonna be a hookup app. Yeah. This is gonna be a hookup app. This is gonna be, I, I, I always wanted to make this app on top of Facebook called Booty Call, mm-hmm. right? And it, the idea of the app was it only worked from 11 p.m. to five in the morning, <laughs> and it would let you know who, which friends were around, and you could talk to each other. Nice. And it was anonymous until you both said cool, and then you, like it was a great idea. It, it was Tinder. Yeah. But I was too early, and the operator wasn't capable. Yeah. But when Tinder came out and was successful, it was one of my favorite all-time feelings about. I, it might be the time where I finally put the cherry on the cupcake and said I'm great at this. Because it was a hypothesis at scale for me at the time, and then it went on to become a monster. Are there any specific hypotheses around voice right now that you've got that you're working that you can share? I'm happy. I'm fun like that. I'm very good. I think you need to look back at OpenTable and and Zillow. Look at everything that built a platform on top of search, and then build that on voice. Mm. Got it? Mm-hmm. Ordering food, buying a home, services. If you're the if, Hey Alexa, I need a babysitter, and if you're the default babysitter app, mm-hmm. you will build a big company. That's really skill building, right? Skill building. Yeah. So let's talk about that because you had mentioned that, and I don't know if you did it or not. Um, do you have you talked in crushing it about uh, the voice lightning? Is it lightning briefings? Lightning briefings. Yep. Yes. Can you say that's informational? So for everybody who's listening, we're getting a little nerdy here. It's fun. You know, briefings are just information. It's like a podcast. Mm -hmm. Hey Alexa, what's Gary Vee have to say today? And then you get into... Kind of like the traffic update. Yes, correct. A skill is like what I want to get to one day, which is why we're recording everything I say Mm -hmm. at scale because one day you're not going to need me. You're just going to say, you know, Alexa, what's Gary think about LinkedIn? And then I'll be like, hey. (laughs) So what do you want to know? And then you're going to be like, how do I run an ad? The way you run an ad is, I mean, that's coming. Yeah, for sure. Now, that might be seven years, but 11 years, but I'm telling you right now, I'm so pumped that we record things now. I can't wait to send you this clip when voice is at its apex moment in yeah. 11 years. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it, and here's why I think I'm right. 
Convenience is king. Time. Plus, everyone's gonna head not on this. Think about how many times you thought something while driving or brushing your teeth that you needed to get done and that you actually didn't execute it because you didn't grab your phone enough and you didn't make the note. And to be able to be brushing your teeth and be like, oh shit, uh, Alexa, make sure I talk to Karen Thompson. Like, like somebody's gonna build an, ass- I got one, somebody's gonna build an assistant app mm-hmm. that is gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. like crazy. Yeah. Like, make sure I talk to DRock for 30 minutes today. DRock's calendar is tied to mine. It's gonna understand. Mm-hmm. Make sure I, I buy my wife flowers. Like, there's, I mean, there's, it's going to be, if you think ift, you know ift? Mm-hmm. If this, then mm-hmm. that. Think about ift being an actual human, like you know, like like a robot that acts like. A, I mean, it's going to be wild, and I think right where where you're taking this from your perspective is the same reason people didn't understand that e-commerce was going to hurt regular commerce or that the mobile device was going to be successful. It's because you're taking the current landscape yeah. and the lack of people doing it and deploying rational thinking. It's timeline. And, and that's what I was trying to figure because because I, I was thinking about it from an investor perspective. Investors need to place money now because most of them have a fund and their investors expect a return. And so they're thinking in three to five year time horizons if they're lucky. Nothing could be um, less interesting to me than talking about investors totally. because your total your point is absolutely well taken. It leads to bad behavior. Bingo. And so you're and so what I wanted to get clarity on from you is is this a now thing, and what I heard is like, no, this is a later thing. So the, the cool thing about, about making predictions is if you're patient, you're eventually right. No, like you're it, not. It, it can eventually you're, be. No, you're not. You're, you could be eventually wrong quite a bit. Okay, let me, let me right? clarify that. The, the, okay, the, the, the key about having a, an opinion, yes. if you're willing to wait long enough and change it. So, sorry, let me, well, let me clarify well, but I'm But I'm not gonna change it. Like, if you look at all my opinions, like, I'll say I was wrong, Yeah. but, but, this, you know what's funny, and this will make sense to you, I think, and uh-huh. you just consume a lot of content. I don't say that many things. You know, I think one of the things that's interesting about where I think I sit right now has a lot to do with, I don't say a whole lot about AR or VR or, or blockchain or, you know, I think making predictions or observations or hypotheses is a very, very dangerous game for a lot of people in the world right now because everybody wants to be a personal brand and they're guessing. Yeah. Well, you're- Do you know how many people, I apologize, this is gonna make sense to the audience because yeah. it's digitally savvy. Remember when Peach got hot for a week? <laughs> that was a very interesting moment when Peach, the app, got hot for one week because a lot of people wanted to be the first person to predict it was the next thing. Yeah. Remember this, rock Everybody tried to do that because I, at that point, I feel like I and some others had benefited so much from being right that the next wave was like, oh, this is my shot. And the amount of people that wrote and made videos, I did not. I didn't even make a public thing until much later because it was too early on launch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think predicting has hurt a ton of people. I think it's pretty fun that it, it that I mean, you look at some of the next wave, we look at stuff and it's like, it, I mean, if anybody was listening along and just did public investing on Facebook and Amazon and Netflix with me, they would have made a fucking fortune. Yeah, but it's, it's the, the best things aren't predictions, they're based on principles. So you're, you're the Ray Dalio of, right? Of, it's why of that, stuff. I don't know, did you listen to that podcast? Uh, Ray, me and Ray? I did not get uh-huh. There's an interesting, so Ray was on my podcast, it was super interesting. On paper, without knowing much about him, I'm like, it was uncomfortable because what he was talking about was so aligned to my deepest deep. Like, I'm like, holy shit, we are super set. Literally in that interview, I was like, 
probably should have been a hedge fund guy. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, like I, was, I was like, that my skill set clearly does well in this world. Um, yeah, it is principles. It is absolutely, it's, I don't, I don't, clear. I don't guess. Yeah. It's clear. I don't guess. So you don't, you don't have to guess because your principles either fit around the things or they don't fit around the Correct. things. Correct. Right? And Correct. so that's how you, that's your And, and I'm not, star. and my, that's my North Star. Yeah. And my North Star is not to make a prediction. Yeah. And, and the reason I think I jumped in so hard, Rye, yeah. is, and I kind of know where you were going, but I, I'm like excited about it because I think, I really genuinely think personal brands, which now everyone is, a lot of them are going to lose because of making predictions. Yeah. You know, how many, Characters do we need to see that were social media experts a couple minutes ago, real estate experts in 09, social media experts in 11. Yeah, we know a lot of those. Cannabis, ex- <laughs> they're, cur- they're currently blockchain. cannabis and blockchain experts. But not blockchain, crypto. Right, know. and like, and will be something else in two, you know? Yeah. I'm a human behavior um, empath who also happens to really enjoy selling and business and communication and have packaged up and then on layered on top, have operational capability, you know? And also combine the thing, and this, this is more uh, where I was going and was doing a bad job of it. Um, combine, which all great investors, entrepreneurs, I think philanthropists, patience. Patience. So this thing of, of I don't have to be right today, right? And that's what I'm saying, like given, I don't, I don't, it doesn't have to all be right today and then look, everything came together and it's packaged up in a bow and ooh, look, it's, no, I believe this thing is happening. But if you're investing on in principles, you don't have to be right today. Right. And, you know and, and I think you guys will yeah. like this. One of the things I do, and you can look at the early times I talked about voice, I'm like, this is not here yet. Yeah. But this is coming. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, again, this is so fun to do the podcast after somebody asked. You, I literally said four years. Mm-hmm. I said it. And, and that might be early or late, but it's like, at least at this moment, it's why I don't usually, you know, it's ironic, I don't usually do that. Yeah. Because I, I don't know how to do that. What I know how to do is the second I know it's time, I get very loud. So your, your, your principles on people, you invest 50.1% in people, right? Or 50.9% in people first. Um, how, do you, how do you vet, if, if you were gonna break down just, it's not, I'm guessing, as long as they're not as, lo- as long as they're not lying, which they could, because mm-hmm. they're listening to this and they want my money mm-hmm. and they're gonna lie. Mm-hmm. As long as they're not lying, I want, I want origin stories. I want your comic book number one. Tell me about you as a kid. Mm-hmm. This is a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Athletes played. You know, you know uh, musicians played music. Yeah. Like entrepreneurs played entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You sold lemonade. You, you, like I'm such an easy read now in hindsight. Of course I was full throttle. Of course when it snowed and everybody played, you know, snowman and that I shoveled. Like I, would, I, I couldn't wait yeah. for it to snow to go ring doorbells, yeah, right. get a bunch of no's, Everyone's get a couple yeses. I'm gonna make some money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, and willing to do the dirty work, yeah, yeah. Right? right? I still do it. Yeah. You know, I. It's also why a lot of people make a lot more money than me. They would have built a company that made all the kids work for them and they would have drank hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's that kind of girl. Right. That's that kind of guy. So origin stories and then intuition. And then, Which is just uh, let me ask you my, data points. yeah, and here's, here's the big one. Here's the big one. And this has been a great addition. Asking extremely specific questions around things I know absolutely fully about and seeing how they answer it. Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.